Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. John Burton with a day off. I'll be back in here uh, tomorrow morning. Patty Cook, Greg Pogue, Brad Powers, bradpowersports.com, the Bill King link at the top right of the page. Of course, he's on with Bill every Friday morning during the 8 o'clock hour. Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. Brad, good morning. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Well, <laughs> well, thanks for doing it. I appreciate that. Uh, what are you doing right now? Not not like physically sitting in your pajamas or anything, but what are you working on? Well, I mean, I'm physically, you know, at a park right now. I'm uh, going to go for a walk, ah. but, uh, you know, that's what I'm doing right now. Well, good for you. That That's in, in, inspiring. Uh, I, I, got some... <laughs> I don't know about that, but, I mean, <laughs> but that, that is what I am uh, up to. So, I mean, you know, long story short, you know, it is a little bit of a down period for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm still working on football. I'm anxious to, to dive into basketball here within a week. Uh, but, uh, you know, these next couple of weeks are, are you know, the, the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, for me are pretty down period. I'm not the only one. I, I've seen quite a few people on vacation uh, this week uh, in the industry that, uh, you know, obviously last time I saw them in other places in the world uh, well, was last summer. You know, I have a question. This is always because your power ratings are what you go by, right? And yep. and 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 of course, you measure that against the number and all of that. And you, you've heard you say many times, and and I believe you. You trust your numbers because of everything that goes into it. My question is though, where? And I think I've asked you this before. Where is the baseline? Where do you start with a team, uh, and not necessarily a George, Alabama, Ohio State, those, but the 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 mid majors, the bottom half of the majors, uh, the Power Fives. Where does the baseline start? Because it doesn't it have to do something with uh, last season returnees, all the different components. Yep. I always have found it curious how you start. Yeah, so really good question. And, uh, I, you know, one thing I have been working on is I do have my first set done, probably a month ahead of schedule than any other time. So I, I'm done already with my original college football work. So where do I start? You, you hit the nail on the head. Start with last year's end-of-season power rating. I mean, it was good enough that I was felt comfortable to bet that, you know, whether it was, you know, Alabama or South Alabama. I was comfortable with those power ratings to bet it. So I'll start there. And then what do you do? Well, I mean, you're going to take a look at, well, who's coming back? Uh, I mean, who left not only on the roster, uh, but who left on the coaching staff? You know, who do you have replacing it via, you know, recruiting or the transfer portal? You, you do some up-downs there. Now, is it a perfect, you know, right here on February the 21st? Is it a perfect, you know, power rating? No. Uh, but, uh, I mean, that, that's some of the just generic, you know, the, what you're going to do. You start with last year's power rating and then, you just do an up-down off of that. I mean, are they get three points better than, you know, they were last year, seven points better? And when I say points, I'm just strictly saying, hey, would I favor this year's team by a field goal over last year's team or vice versa? So, I mean, maybe it sounds complicated a lot, but I'm here to tell you, when you've done it a long time, it ain't that complicated. Well, and I guess there's another round of transfer portal coming around. you got the spring games as well, and I know you watch them all. Uh, yeah. How much do they play into it? Because those things can be so, you know, ridiculous of how they, you know, score things and all this. And they, most coaches don't even want it. It's for the fans. Uh, but yeah, and then the, and then but another round of transfer portal. 
Yeah, so I mean, I do watch spring games. I just there's so much roster turnover. I just, I mean, I don't care if a guy goes out and throws seven touchdown passes. I'm not going to, you know, automatically run to the window and bet him to win the Heisman. I just want to know who can play, who can't. I mean, particularly if the starting quarterback goes down. I mean, how capable is the backup? I mean, can he throw an out pattern fit? You know, uh, is he capable of moving the offense? Uh, and that's the type of stuff I'm looking for when I'm watching the spring games. And, and just you know, generally speaking, why wouldn't you watch it? I mean. It's kind of a you know almost like a, you know a cheat code where you know two hours you get to watch players you listen to the announcers and they usually have talked to the coaching staff it's a quick uh, kind of spring ca- recap of what happened during the 15 practices so that's why I watch that um, and then the, yeah you're right another transfer pool around it'll be you know hot and heavy you know kids that uh, doesn't look like they're gonna have an opportunity to play uh, transfer out uh, so yeah there'll be there'll be constant adjustments I said I got done with my power rings well. That, that's the first of probably four different sets. I'll have one, you know, got done now. Uh, I'll have one post-spring that'll come out in mid-May. I'll have another one uh, probably mid-July. And, you know, I read the magazines, continue to, uh, you know, to update the, the transfer portal stuff uh, during the summer and whatnot. And then I'll have one, you know, during fall, you know, fall camps, so, you know, wrapping up and you get ready for week one. So it, it's constantly, you know, evolving as far as the power ranks. I mean, you have to stay on top of it. Brad Powers with us, bradpowersports.com, the Bill King Link, top right of the page, Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. I know you, like Bill, uh, a Notre Dame fan. Uh, Jack Swarbrick, uh, <laughs> to, yeah, you, uh, and it's, it's sort of funny, you know, the, the uh, Utah Andy Ludwig is buyout for the OC uh, to replace Tommy Reese, and of course, Andy Ludwig, was here at one time on Derek Mason's. I think Mary, he, it may have been his yep. very first offensive coordinator when Derek Mason was at Vanderbilt. But um, some blowback from Swarbrick, but they don't really care, do they? No, I mean, I, I just, I'm not surprised by it. Kind of a snarky email he sent out. I just, what I don't understand is Jack Swarbrick's been around the block. I mean, he's in his 60s. I mean, he's been there, done that. But I just don't know, understand, because Marcus Freeman had his press conference yesterday. Uh, the new offense corner had his press conference yesterday. And I, these are guys in their late 30s and how they can be more effective communicators with, with so much less experience than a guy like Jack Swarbrick. I just, I, I don't understand it. But, uh, yeah, I, I pretty much thought that would be the, the case. Uh, we need more money because, I mean, I'm very familiar with Notre Dame. It's all about the money. Uh, not necessarily that they're going to spend it, but they want your money, and that's pretty much what the email was. The buyout, the, the money wasn't a factor. It is basically the, the email. Well, we were willing to pay the buyout, uh, so that that's wrong. But at the end of the email, oh, by the way, if you want to donate more money to the university, here's the link. <laughs> it's like it's like he's just shot everybody, all, all the fans, the finger, right? I mean, basically, yeah, yeah. Well, they've been doing that since, I mean, for the last 30 years. I mean, it's just, that's Notre Dame football. So, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's nothing like what, what it was when you grew up, and that's not a shot at your age. I mean, it's it's a shame. I mean, I, I'm i kind of, I have a love-hate relationship with it because obviously I loved it. I was a fan, you know, fan as a kid. But the problem with me is I became a fan of a kid at the, you know, the, the height of the Lou Holtz era. I mean, it hasn't been the same since. So, I mean, my, you know, the, the pinnacle for Notre Dame football is when I was 10. Now I'm 40. And I've seen 30 years of just uh, mismanagement. Well, yeah, the um, era era Parsegan and walking through that door, and you know that kind of did, just no. the, what I grew up on. You're right, and just uh, it was. You're going to be there. That's the big news. You're going to be there. You're going to go down. You're going to go to the church. 
go down to the grotto by the lake and stuff, you'll be there with Tennessee I, State, I've, right? I've, yeah, Tennessee State opens the season. Let people know what we're talking about this coming season. Uh, I, I presume I will be there. They haven't signed me for my contract yet, so who knows? Oh, I'm uh, sorry. But, but that's over. No, I mean, it's not. I'm still in the middle of this one, right, with basketball still going on. But, yeah, um, they open up. It'll be the first time Notre Dame has not only played an HBCU, but hosting one as well. And, of course, the Eddie George factor, and that's going to be on NBC national television. So, yeah, that's a, that's a really good look, I think, for Notre Dame, and it's certainly a big feather in the cap for TSU. I have a line on that game already. Notre Dame by 52. Are you serious? I'll say, yeah, I already power rated the game. But I'll say it. I don't think that's just a pure power rating. Well, hold on. Why did you if you, you brought it up? I would bet Tennessee State because I, I think the true number probably come like 42 45. But if we're just doing a pure power rating, Tennessee State 52. I, I don't. Notre Dame by fifty-two. I have no idea how you would handicap an FCS right now with all the transfers uh, in and out. Um, not just TSU, obviously, but but at all levels because there's you know they always had the ability to have the drop downs who could be eligible right away. Now you know yeah. every they're getting everybody's they're not you know the ones that are unhappy. They man, there's just a whole another avenue for FCS schools to get players who want to play, and it's a. Uh, it's pretty amazing yep. what's what's going on with it's it. It's an early one. It's February. I'll have a better one yeah. six months from now. But, I mean, it's it's enough that I bet it. I mean, if they hung the number Notre Dame 35, I'd be running the winner with Notre Dame. But you brought that up and then tell me a 52, man. That, that was <laughs> – uh, but it will be neat. Now I've been up there before. I've uh, actually it was the Vanderbilt beat writer, uh, and when they played up there a few years ago, about when you were fourteen, I guess we we're looking at your fanship. Uh, so, um, but uh, anyway, yeah, you know it's crazy. I could tell you it was nineteen ninety five. Bob Davy was mm-hmm. replacing Lou Holtz because he had that neck surgery. Uh, Notre Dame won forty one nothing. That's ah. how terrible I am. Uh, that's okay. I was at that game, by the way. So okay. uh, uh, I think and, and, uh, Rod Dowhower, I think it was his first year, the head coach at Vanderbilt, of those two years of, uh, of miserableness. <laughs> you know how hard it is when you go in and then they're, they're back-to-back, I think maybe two and nine, one and ten back-to-backs. Yeah, and that's rough. And as a beat writer, you go in there to talk to those young men, and they're fine young men, right? You know, they have to qualify to get into Vanderbilt even more stringently then than now. And just to look at them in the face, they were beaten. They were, you know, it, it's just so sad. Mm. But anyway, that's – that's so, yeah, I got to – the good thing about Vanderbilt football, I mean, they're going on to bigger and better things. I mean, I was on that campus last summer. Uh, you know, obviously I had time to go on that campus but not come in and see my good friend Greg Pogue. But Who's willing to buy – On that campus. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I mean, no, I was just saying. I mean, look, they're not there to play football. You know how the Ohio State famous quote, "I'm not here to play school." I mean, you know, Vanderbilt for the most part. I mean, they're there for school, not necessarily football. Well, that's old saying. They want to be Harvard Monday through Friday, and Alabama on Saturday. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that one. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I know. They uh, don't work that way. But though. you know what, though, in in right now, and I will say this because I have followed it quite closely. The Chancellor Diermeyer there, before their leadership at the top didn't give a rat's ass, okay, for, for forever, okay? And now I do believe they have some forward momentum going with facilities, with money, yep. uh, and, and they are they're got a $350 million, $400 million 
fundraiser to enhance or build something, new football stadium, new facilities, new football, uh, what they call them, the student athlete performance centers that they everybody labels now. So, yes, uh, you take Vanderbilt deserves every shot it gets. But right now, I have more confidence in their top of the line leadership and their AD leadership and, and maybe even Clark Lee than I've had over there in a long time. So you're telling me I should be betting Vanderbilt over their season win total? I didn't say that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I'm just saying uh, that it, it takes, you know, where they're competing, they they need to be all in, and they haven't been. And I think right now, the the especially at the very top, I mean, he seems like he understands what the, you know, that old saying that athletics is the front porch of a university, right? What is that season? No question right? it is. Yeah. Especially what, the football yeah. game. What's what is the yeah good thing? Patton just jump right in there, Patton. He wanted to know what the season win total is for Vandy. You know that yet? Yeah, I won't be out yet. I don't want to you know pull behind the curtain too much. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be in that three and a half four yeah. range. I mean, if it seems low, I mean, keep in mind last year's open like one and a half two, and they easily flew over. So they're, they're making progress. I mean, uh, definitely better than what it was just two years ago. Yeah, I had a couple wins I don't think anybody expected. So, anyway. All right, Brad, tell the people how to do uh, – find out what you're doing and, and, and uh, maybe, you know, maybe you can, uh, you know, do, go live with your walk this morning. <laughs> there you go. A lot of holes in the desert, Greg. Uh, we got to find some more. Uh, but speaking of the desert, I mean, uh, we're going to be kicking up some basketball here. And if you go to bradpowersports.com, Bill King's tab, top of the page, basketball service available there. We're going to have a different type of newsletter for the upcoming season. It'll be my bets. It'll be just strictly power innings. I just don't have the 40 hours a week to write up every single football game every single week. But uh, check that out, bradpowersports.com, Bill King tab, top of the page. All right. Thanks, Brad. Enjoy your walk. Take care, buddy. Hey, take care, guys. Thanks All for right. having me. Uh, Brad Power.